This episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Learn more at slashandcast.net. The funeral is about to begin, sir. We have such sights to show you. I got to warn you. You're doomed to stay. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? I want to play a game. <laughs> Children of the night. What music they make. The box. You opened it. We came. Groovy. Welcome back to the Crystal Lake Soldiers podcast. My name is Isaiah, joined tonight by Mark and Sean. How are you guys doing this weekend? Pretty good, man. Mark doing the Ted thing. Nah, it's got a little mute thing on his... Yeah, uh, I, I accidentally touched the touchpad. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and the, the cursor was hovering over the mute. Um, I'm doing all right, man. And yeah, just trying to... Man, we've been busy this weekend. <laughs> yeah, we have. <laughs> it's been good, though. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, for those of you guys that don't know, this weekend we did our first... Well, not our first live stream, but like our first kind of official one with the podcast network we live streamed uh friday the 13th the game with uh, andy from dead in santa carla bailey from we came from beneath the sea lane from the lane shift and um i, I forgot the name of the other guy and i i, I apologize because i i totally forgot who it was and i'm totally spacing it right now was it kyle no it wasn't kyle um Oh crap! I feel so bad right now. <laughs> I totally forgot who it was. I I apologize if you're listening to this that I, I forgot. But you are our favorite guy. We probably <laughs> yes, <laughs> Mr. Vader Man. There, <laughs> he was great. But um, it was a lot of fun. We we live streamed for about two and a half, almost three hours. It, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I definitely want to do more live streaming of either Friday the Thirteenth or even Predator. Um and I know uh I think Andy was saying that he was going to be doing some live streaming this Friday and I'm excited to join in on that play a little bit more Friday so uh yeah, for sure yeah I mean so just kind of be on fun. the lookout for that what were you saying yeah, I had a lot of fun for sure yeah it was cool meeting a few of the people from the podcast network too so yeah that's for sure even though I don't have their names clearly straight but right <laughs> <laughs> definitely make a stronger effort as things go forward cuz i had a good time definitely yeah yeah i don't i'm still uh, getting to know all them guys too and it's just right now just knowing from discord and it's hard to put people's voices to their names um the only ones that i i really knew was uh lane bailey and andy yep um yeah and man Fucking the whole night. It, of course, it was fun going back and watching uh, Ted and Sean make Jason run around and get really mad. <laughs> <laughs> but fucking Andy was savage, dude. Yes, Holy crap. he was. <laughs> he was the only guy to wipe the whole fucking lobby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he played me so good, though, too. Yeah. That one match when he when Lane was I thought uh, y'all were about to kill me for a second there, man. <laughs> There'd have been like another minute or two y'all to have me for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but that that match that Lane was uh, walking around like, where's Mark? He's supposed to be helping me. <laughs> <laughs> it threw me off so bad because I I, I, I thought he was serious at first because I didn't know I didn't think that he knew that I was there because uh, it was the very beginning of the match and and whatnot, but. Yeah, then it ended up being Andy, and I was walking around with him for the longest time, <laughs> not knowing that he was the helper, and then I accidentally shot him because <laughs> I forgot that Friendly Fire was on because of how we were playing. And uh, so I ac- accidentally killed him, but thankfully so because he was the helper. Uh, so it all kind of worked out in the end. But, God, I got played so bad in that in that match. It was great. But... Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it, it'll be good to be able to do some more of that because uh, I definitely want to be doing some more live streaming. 
And now that I kind of got it set where I can do it, uh, the prop, I guess, quote unquote, the proper way and not just through, you know, the PlayStation network because live streaming that way just really sucks, honestly. Yeah, I agree. And having a little bit more of a polished look and feel is, is kind of nice. So, uh, but yeah, I, I, I definitely want to, uh, for us as a podcast, do some more live streaming like that and play some more games, especially with people from the podcast network. Cause I think it'd be a lot of fun just to kind of build that community a little bit more and just kind of get to know them uh, more as we kind of go along. But so we, we did that last night and then we also recorded our episode for the Halloween convention that the podcast network is putting on. That'll be happening at the end of the month. So be on the lookout for that. We're going to be talking about the five uh, the, the top five Halloween themed movies that are not in the Halloween franchise. It was a lot of fun. It was the first time that we did a video podcast. It, it, it was it was a good experience, and I'm I'm super excited for it. So be on the lookout for that during that weekend. And I think we wore our friend Ted out, man. Like we don't know where he's at tonight. He disappeared <laughs> on us, right? Uh, good times. But uh, other than that, what have you guys been up to this week? Not too much, man. Trying to keep up with watching movies. I mentioned this in the video cast, but I'll say some of them again i <clears throat> excuse me watched them um, one dark night and witchboard and i've seen a couple of the child's play movies i don't know if i've mentioned that on here before and okay. finished up on some of the horror sitcom stuff and of course i watched trick-or-treat for tonight yep i don't know man just trying to stay spooky as everybody says so. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> without you know scaring the kids too much but that's fun too so <laughs> i've been having fun trying to show them little things man like the great pumpkin the little one's more into it than my 13 year old so yeah but the great pumpkin and i can't remember we haven't watched the ichabod crane one yet but... <laughs> okay sean didn't you know charlie brown's an asshole <laughs> <laughs> it was funny man because she must have liked because later on she they like have these little rocks they pick up when we walk and stuff. And she was like, "Look, Daddy, I got a rock." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Anyways, it was funny to me. So. <laughs> Good stuff. What, what What about you, Mark? Uh, I haven't been watching a whole lot. I did watch a uh, last night. I watched Trick or Treat for the show. Yep, I, I love that movie. It's one of it, I, I want to say it's the ultimate Halloween t- uh, season movie, uh, but there there's just so many others. But this movie is just, it's, it's probably one of my favorite anthology movies ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just to how everything ties together, and we'll get into that when we start talking about it. Um, I also sat down uh, two days ago or whenever it came out the. Uh, the fan film short never hike in the snow and watch that yep and and jason looks great in that um i have a lot of things that i would say about it that i don't like if we were doing a review but that would take me down a rabbit hole that would take forever (laughs) i can't wait to watch it i'm gonna watch that tonight and tomorrow Um, (laughs) it's it man the the effects are great and just obviously with the everything vincent desanti's done the cinematography is beautiful. Yep. The the drone shots are amazing. It's, man, you must have spent forever just trying to get perfect drone shots because they are absolutely spectacular. Um, Tonight I watched uh, Night of the Living Dead from 68. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to watch something else after we record, but I haven't quite pinned down. I just uh, did a free trial because they're on the uh, AMC Plus channel on on Amazon. Yeah, I just had that one. They got some decent horror flicks on there. Well, it comes with the Sundance and Shudder. It's it's a pretty decent deal. I mean, it's weird, though. I don't know if it's just from the trial, but it's got ads in it. And I'm watching on AMC Plus, and that's where I watch Trick or Treat, and all the ads are for AMC Plus. (laughs) 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 <laughs> that's so great. I don't know if that's just them 
what they do during the trial, if that would end if I paid for it. I don't know, but I thought it was weird as hell. <laughs> That's weird you say because mine didn't have commercials. It would like go dark like it was going to have one, and then it would just go right back to the show. So. Weird. Yeah. It might be on a title-by-title basis because it said True. at the beginning, it said due to the streaming rights of this title, blah, blah, uh, blah, there may be ads or whatever. Okay. Yeah, that might be it because I definitely watched Trick or Treat on my Blu-ray, so... <laughs> I don't have that one yet. It's on my wish list. <laughs> I just got it recently, so don't feel bad. Uh, I had that one on a burnt copy for a long time until I got this place. Nice. <laughs> uh, I've been playing a lot of games. So I recently started getting into PC gaming. Started playing uh, Minecraft on the computer, which is a game I've always wanted to play on the computer because you have so much more freedom playing it in Java than mm-hmm. you do playing it yeah, on a man on a console i've wasted and so I'm much not, time not even game. just mods just mechanics in the game yeah, after watching my kids watch all the minecraft i wouldn't even want to play it unless it was on a computer <laughs> yeah yeah and that that's a cool game i like to play because i can throw on like a, a podcast or something and listen to it while i play um my girlfriend and i recently just started playing uh fortnite together and we play the we play the battle royale. And we also play the zombie survival one, which is pretty fun. And it's really cool because everything I did on the PlayStation, I can hop on the computer and pick up right where I left off. I have all my progress and everything, and because it, it's cross platform. And yep, kind kind of wish more games were like that. Um. Yeah, the one of the reasons why I've been watching because all these games I play, like even Overwatch and Fortnite, and all these games that I like to play, are doing these damn Halloween events where you got to play and play, and you get all this cool Halloween <laughs> shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, like Overwatch has got the really cool ones called a uh, Junkenstein's Revenge, and they got the character Junkrat. He's like the crazy kooky character, and they reskin him to look like Doctor Frankenstein. Uh-huh, and you cool. fight him in an old timey castle, and he's got the the monster and his henchmen. They it's really fun. Nice, <laughs> that's great. That's awesome. Man. <laughs> but that's been about it. Um, I cut my grass for the last time this year. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what the weather says. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, this week for me, uh, I rewatched Ernest Scared Stupid, and um, I watched uh, Haunt, which is uh, on Shudder. That's a great movie, and we talk more about that uh, in the video podcast that's coming out at the end of the month. But I I definitely do suggest watching that. It is really, really, really good. I I, I liked it a lot. It it got me to where I'm going to do that pre-order for the collector's edition of that. Through Ronan Flicks that we talked about previously in a in a I think it was last week or I think we talked about it actually a couple of different times um, in the last month or so. So uh, I definitely highly suggest checking that out. You can check it out on Shutter if you want to check it out before you do like a pre order through Ronan Flicks because they got the collector's edition again and the standard edition. And so definitely check that out. Uh, beyond that, I, I watched the WNUF. Uh, Halloween special, which I didn't care for, um, made me rewatch Ghost Watch last night, uh, which is always great. And then besides that, I uh, watched some of the Roseanne Halloween specials, which are always good, especially the earlier ones. Those ones are always great. And then uh, uh, beyond that, I mean, not a whole lot. I, I, I did watch Never Hike in the Snow, and we'll actually talk about that a little bit here uh just because of that being released and whatnot uh, i actually had that in the news and then uh right after watching that because uh, we were watching an actually a group with uh brian from santa carla and uh he did a watch party for that and then we ended up watching never hike alone right after that and then we watched vengeance <laughs> so we just did a, like all these fan films right in a row in, in one night it was it was a lot of fun uh we watched the the one halloween night uh fan film that came out this week as well 
Uh, that was that was pretty good. Uh, it's about 13 minutes long, so it's not too overly long, and so it's it's good to kind of get a little snippet of Halloween. And it, it actually compared to a lot of the other Halloween fan films, it, it was actually very very well done. And and Vincent DeSanti is also in that playing Michael Myers, so kind of a tie into the Never Hike Alone stuff. He he played the shape in that, which was great. That's cool. Is that I forgot that, about that one. So is that too. like a continuation of the short one he did a couple years ago? Uh, no, this is one that um, G- uh, YouTuber by the name of Jimmy Champagne. He's like mm-hmm. a huge Halloween nerd, and uh, he he got together with other YouTubers and podcasters and Vincent DeSanti to create this short basically so they shot it in four nights it's it's like a continuation of 2018 it started out as being like if there was a deleted scene from halloween uh 2018 mm-hmm. and it kind of just evolved from there and turned into a whole like short story basically it's it's pretty good it's it's pretty brutal uh the kills are great in it michael kills another another little kid in this so that's interesting too. So, yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, the acting was pretty decent for a fan film. I mean, overall, it's probably one of the better Halloween fan films that's out there. So, but I, I definitely highly suggest checking that out. But with that being said, why don't we go ahead and take a look at some of the news? And actually, we'll we'll just start off with the the Never Hike in the Snow because uh, that did release on the thirteenth and through Womp Stomp Films, Vincent DeSanti, and all that. It's only about a half an hour long, uh, but that was to be expected with them basically making this into like a web series now. And uh, actually, if you want something really good to check out, uh, We Came From Beneath the Sea actually did an interview with Vincent DeSanti this week. It's about an hour, a little over an hour long. It's a very, very in detail of like the whole process with this and kind of Vincent DeSanti's kind of plan and hope to do with regards to the series and whatnot. It's a very interesting listen. I highly suggest checking it out. He kind of goes into, into detail of like what he wants to do going forward. I mean, he's got a whole uh, backstory that he wants to do where like it explains what happened between Jason takes Manhattan and him coming back to crystal Lake and everything. So, I mean, he's got this whole like, extended universe basically for this uh that he wants to do and it's you know him talking about it you can tell how passionate he is about it and whatnot and and it's it's a great listen so definitely check that out uh once again that's on uh we came from beneath the seas podcast from this last week so highly suggest checking that out i like it i want to see or listen to it i should say (laughs) yeah yeah, it's on. I'll definitely listen to it tomorrow at work. But I I try to keep up with most of the the slashing cast network. You guys, I mean, if you like horror, man, they cast a wide net on that network. There's so many great shows. Yeah, there definitely is. Uh, but Mark, I, I know you had some thoughts regarding this. What 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 were your thoughts regarding Never Hiking the Snow? I mean, am I free to shoot out spoilers? Because Sean hasn't seen it. I don't care, man. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to watch it anyway. So I'm pretty sad. And I like everything he's doing so far. So, uh, Well, I mean, it's just the whole... I didn't like the flashback with his mom. Okay. I, I didn't like it at all. Not, not even a little bit. Because they they try to show Jason as a little kid hugging his mom because he was Jason was actively having a hallucination about his mom, and then it like panned to him as supposed to be a clean human with the mongoloid face, and I don't know if it was done on purpose or not, but it looked like he was supposed to be showing him as a kid because his mom was younger, but it was it was the the person was didn't look like a kid. It might have been. It might have been a really big freaking kid. It looked like a grown man. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the makeup looked good. Uh, the the whole idea of the sheriff is going to come to your house to tell you that your kid's missing because he's trying to cover up his death. That doesn't make any sense to me. 
He's, he, I mean, the sheriff's not going to report your child missing even after you haven't reported them missing. It's it's funny that you bring that up because actually Vincent actually talks about that at length in the We Came From the Beneath the Sea podcast. He kind of explains his thinking about that, and I totally understand where he's coming from, so I definitely highly suggest checking that out because he kind of explains why he went that way with the character. Um, I mean, I'll listen to it, and I feel like I know why. And I will listen to it. I feel like I know why, and I feel like I know what the explanation is. I just don't agree with it. But I could be proven wrong, and I will listen to it. It just, it just seems weird. I get that the he was trying to cover it up. He was trying to hide Jason, and that he was reported to find this car. But, I mean, if he was just doing that, he could have said, yeah, we found your car. There wasn't anybody there, but we found your car. I don't know. I'll I can't to wait it. to watch it. Uh, it's good, man. It's shot very it. well. It's just there's these little things that I just. No, I, I understand. I, I like the original one, man, but I wasn't overly hyped on it as much as everyone else. If that well, this sense. one's got a full cast and it's, mm-hmm. it's got like it's That's got cool. the police yeah. department. Um, The the end, the end of it. And I'm not going to really get into it with detail, but the end of it, the tension and is there the anticipation builds and it's it's actually it's scary for in parts of it so he did that very well yeah because i was a big fan of vengeance honestly i thought <laughs> even though jason could have looked better but yeah I yeah vengeance was, is yeah. good i thought but it was i mean good. as far as like fan films go it was really really good yeah and so was never hiking the never hike alone the first one i really liked that one I just wish there was more of the practical effects side of it. And this one, you actually get more of that, and it's pretty good. That's cool. Right. Yeah, that was one of my complaints in the first one. And I thought it could have been shorter. But... Well, definitely don't have that problem here, because <laughs> I, I tell you what, it gets right into it right away. <laughs> the, like, There's no like buildup. It's like just right, right at the beginning, boom, there's Jason chasing a guy, so... It it starts off right away and it doesn't really kind of let up from there. For the next one, I hope we get another fucking face off with like a few true face off with Jason because that that fight between Kyle and Jason in the first one that was fucking epic. Mm-hmm. I loved it the way they were just blow for blow beating the shit out of each other, and then then that axe to Jason's neck that was just oh that was just such a fucking awesome fight. I thought it was great. I loved it. Yeah. But yeah, so the, definitely check out Never Hike in the Snow. Uh, once again, that's through Womp Stomp Films. You can find it on YouTube very easily. Uh, it's very, very easy to find. But kind of moving on from there, just still kind of on the topic of Friday the 13th, uh, Shout Factory's recent box set for the Friday the 13th collection did have some errors with some of the discs, which I'm sure most of you have heard of, regarding Part 3 with the 3D not working properly in certain areas. Um, Jason goes to hell is missing a, a a gore scene, and then Jason X is missing audio and the sleeping bag kill in the um in in, the, in that scene. So, uh, Shot Factory set up a replacement program to get those discs replaced, so it has everything proper in there that it's supposed to. So you can go to discshipment.com and follow the instructions on there, and make sure you put Friday the Thirteenth in the uh, in the field of what you need replaced. And then they will get those um, taken care of. And it looks like about the end of November, they're going to have those discs uh, shipped out to everybody. So, uh, it's, it's And if you're looking for it, do a Google search for it. Don't go to Shutter's or Shout's website and look for it. Exactly. It's impossible to find. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Just a side note. But yeah, discshipment.com. If you go directly there, it brings you right to the form and everything. And then you just got to put in. Friday the 13th into what you need to have replaced and then just fill out all the information. It's very, very simple, very easy to do. It'll take you like less than a minute. Um, just make sure that you have a, a copy of your receipt uh, for the box set that you from wherever you bought it from because you'll need to upload that as proof to get the discs sent to you. So, but, uh, so it's great that Shout got on the ball on that right away and got that set up very, very quickly because, I mean, the, the set's only been out <laughs> less than a week or a little more than a week, rather, and it's already set up and ready to go. So that that's great. Um, 
So that's that's the news on that. Now, kind of moving on from there, something a little interesting is 20th Century Studios uh, has a movie being released this coming Friday, October 23rd, into theaters called The Empty Man. And what's interesting, and there's been no talk about this movie whatsoever, and all of a sudden they're promoting this, so I have a feeling it's going to be a little bit of a stinker. But uh, I, I wanted to play the, the trailer here just to kind of get your guys' reaction to it and see what you guys kind of think. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and play that now. Hey, wait. We got to try it. Try what? Calling the empty man. Who's the empty man? If you're on a bridge and you find a bottle, you blow into it. And you think about the empty man. Oh, come on, Mandy. How old are you? Tell him the rest. On the first night, you hear him. And on the second night, you see him. And on the third night? Well, on the third night, he finds you. He finds you. You can hear him, can't you? Squirming his way into your thoughts like a disease <laughs> and his message is contagious Yeah, so the the empty man comes out next Friday, October twenty third. Uh, so on bloody disgusting, they kind of described it as it's kind of like the ring meets Candyman meets the Bye Bye Man. Like I could barely make it out, man. I felt like I was listening to the Event Horizon transmission that they had to <laughs> dissect and figure out. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't make out a whole lot of it. It sounded like they're trying to make like a whole new like slender man type thing and it's i don't know Mm -hmm. it kind of seems like that a lot like that too it's it's just blowing into a fucking bottle and then saying the empty man's name and whatever the case may be and then he comes to find you (laughs) it's just so it looks fucking stupid and it 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 definitely seems like it's going to be a stinker of a fucking movie because ah jesus christ i mean a, a week to fucking promote this stupid thing kills me they'll release stuff like that but they won't release other things exactly i mean i know what they're thinking is because they're waiting for bigger box office dollars mm-hmm. whatever i'm sure bill and ted made a killing just being on demand and at a few theaters so. <laughs> <laughs> exactly but yeah it's, it's not i mean it's not gonna be even comparable, if it was good but, it's not right. really my kind of movie anyways so. yeah no, it it doesn't seem like my kind of movie either. But I mean, if you're into that kind of thing, kind of the spooky folklore entity coming to get you after doing something stupid kind of thing, this might be right up your alley. But uh, I mean, we've seen this story a million times before. It's not really that exciting. the The trailer itself doesn't look good. The characters seem kind of wooden. Uh, it it just doesn't seem like a very good movie. And I think. 20th century One knew of those that movies that'll make you afraid to sleep at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. But so that's coming out um, October 23rd. If you're interested uh, in going to the theaters to see it, if you can find it anywhere, because who knows what theaters are actually going to be playing that garbage. So, so go out and see that if you'd like. Uh, in other news. Uh, Showtime is actually bringing back Dexter for a limited revival. It's going to be a 10-episode season, which that came out of nowhere because that hasn't been talked about since the fucking series ended with that shitty series finale. And, uh, I mean, I I thought... I would have never thought they would be bringing the show back at any point. Uh, But the fact that they're reviving it for one season coming out next year at the end of the year is, is interesting. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Maybe it's their way of trying to redeem. Like, I didn't watch 
the show, honestly. I know a lot of people that did, so I heard mm-hmm. things. I never actually, it's not because I didn't want to, just didn't have the time, but I know it was a huge success, and I know people were upset with how it ended, so maybe this is their way of trying to redeem themselves. Yeah. It did come kind of out of nowhere, but that's cool, man. I mean, why not? The one promising thing with this uh, happening is that the original showrunner, Clyde Phillips, is coming back to do it. And he did, I think, the first four seasons, which are arguably the best parts of the show. And it kind of just died out after that because they kept just switching showrunners. So the fact that he's coming back to do another season, it brings a lot of promise uh, for this. Yeah, that's cool. That's so, definitely cool. It's always it, good to have the, origin, the originator come back on something. Right. Or- so it, it'll be interesting to see what they do with this because uh, I, I loved the show when it was on and I was so angry with how they ended it. It was just so bad. Uh, it, it was... I, did, I didn't mind the ending. I, yeah. Didn't, I mean, yeah, it's not a realistic ending, but if the show was realistic, Dexter would have got caught like <laughs> in the first season of the movie show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like the idea of him just disappearing at the end. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't mind that whole aspect, but just kind of everything else around it. I, I mean, the, the the whole character development with his sister was absolutely unnecessary. Yeah, I hate I hated that. It was awkward, man. It was so awkward to watch. It really was. <laughs> It was super um, awkward. But as long as they got Michael C. Hall coming back and they're going to do something else, I'll definitely watch it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So that you can expect that. It's probably uh, they're they're thinking fall 2021. Obviously, there's no set date because they, they're just starting pre-production. So um, they're kind of shooting for fall next year for releasing that, which, which will be great. And then... Uh, yeah, so the last piece of news that we kind of have is a while back there was a book for the Halloween series release called Taking Shape uh, that kind of covered the whole Halloween series. Uh, it's a pretty good book. I, I bought it. I, I highly enjoyed it. And uh, they're actually releasing a sequel called Taking Shape to the Lost Halloween Sequels, and that's actually available right now. It's about $25 on Amazon, so you can get it from there. Um, especially if you got Prime, they got it included with Prime. But basically, kind of what it covers is it covers 24 different Halloween sequels that never got made. You've got an alternate Halloween 2 pitched decades, or I'm sorry, Halloween 3 pitched decades after the first one. Uh, three unused versions of Halloween 4, one with Laurie Strode. Um, ex- uh, exclusive detail on an early Halloween 5 with an evil Jamie Lloyd. The Halloween 6, nearly produced by Quentin Tarantino. An early version (laughs) of Halloween 7 before it became H2O. Three different sequels to Halloween Resurrection. An insight how a crossover with Hellraiser almost came to be. Um, Two different uh, stabs at a 3D sequel in the Rob Zombie era, which I'm glad that those never happened. Uh, A reboot with two shapes and another with 100 which that's interesting. And then finally a reboot that introduced the Halloween multiverse, which I'm glad never happened as well. (laughs) Halloween multiverse. God, (laughs) they should let Quentin Tarantino have that one, man. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. (laughs) I can't imagine him doing a Halloween. I like Tarantino, but Mm -hmm. I just can't see a Halloween movie. I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> it, it would have been interesting, that's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. But yeah, so that book is is available as of now, and you can definitely get it through Amazon. Uh, like I said, it's about twenty five dollars. But uh, yeah, uh, are you you guys ready to talk a little trick or treat? Heck yeah, man! Yes, sir. All right. Well, I don't got a trailer for this week because I'll be honest, I completely fucking forgot about the trailer. But anyways, uh, Trick or Treat was released on... Sam's going to get you, man. I know. He's going to have my ass. <laughs> but uh, Trick or Treat uh, initially was released uh, through a film fest on December 9th, 2007. And actually, it went through like the whole film festival circuit for almost two years. Uh, and then it finally premiered on DVD on October 6th, 2009, just in time for Halloween. Uh, it was... Directed by Michael Daughtry, 
Just a couple pieces of information regarding the movie. Most of the jack-o'-lanterns used were made either out of foam or ceramic. An on-set joke uh, was that no pumpkins were harmed during the making of the movie. Um, prior to the film being made, the film actually went through a, a few different name changes. It started out as Season's Greetings, which was actually based off of an animated short, I believe, that Michael Daughtry made back in the 90s. And so it started off with the name Season's Greetings. Obviously, it was changed because it sounded too much like a Christmas film. Then it was called Halloween Terrors, then Jack-O-Lantern Tales, October the 31st, and then finally Trick or Treat, but with or spelled out. But because it was too similar to the, the 80s Trick or Treat movie, they changed it to just Trick R Treat um, to kind of differentiate it. And, and the that's fin- a good movie too, by the way. It really is. With, uh, with Ozzy and Gene Simmons and Mark <laughs> Price. <laughs> yep. Agreed. And the final piece of information regarding this is the kid with the lollipop in his mouth who's peeking in on the girls as they change in the changing rooms um, is actually the the actor that plays Sam throughout the rest of the movie, which I didn't know <laughs> until oh, Yeah, really I just found that out today, too. Man. That's really cool. Yeah. I also heard, like, the reason it went through the festival circuit for so long is because Warner Brothers, right when they were going to release it, now, this isn't confirmed because they pulled it. And nobody really knew why, but the thought was they pulled it because um, for Saw 4. And yeah. Just never really got put back on the calendar until they realized, you know, the festival circuit, it was doing all right. So they were like, I guess we'll put it out on DVD. So yeah. Warner Brothers kind of gave it the shit treatment. So. And it's such a good movie. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, it's an amazing movie. Yeah. One of the, I think, because I thought Halloween movies were really lagging at the time. So when it came out, I was like, damn, this is a gem, dude. Like, this will yeah. forever be watched on Halloween from now on for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's great, man. Sam's awesome. Um, he's like a little pumpkin head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this is I just love the way they did the anthology, the way they they yes. tied it in. Cause they started out with the the couple. So I don't know what the guy was dressed as, like maybe an executioner <laughs> or like a BDSM guy or yeah, something. But his wife was like a cardboard tinfoil robot. And man, that's that's one of my favorites just because how homemade it is. Yep. Um, so they start out with that. And then at the end of the movie, it ends with it, it like brings it all together. It was just I loved it. It was so good. What's cool to do too, man, is after you watch it, go back and watch the first few minutes of it. You see so many clues as to what's happened. Yeah. Uh-huh. You see the kids coming out of his house and all kinds of shit. Dude. <laughs> yeah, the one thing I really loved with this movie, because obviously you just stated how it's an anthology movie. Usually when you think anthology movies, you, you're talking different stories kind of just thrown together, maybe with another intertwined story that kind of connects them all. But no, this whole movie is just intersecting with each other at every single point so all these stories are intertwined with each other which is really yeah, cool was... sorry sorry go ahead and go ahead. um <laughs> it's 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 what kind of sets it apart and kind of sets it above like all these other anthology movies because you'll have with the normal anthology movie just different stories and they don't really intersect with each other except for maybe that outlying thing that kind of ties everything together but when you have everything kind of intersecting with everything it it's on a whole other level, which it made it so feel cool. smart, man. It made it feel smart. Yeah, it really did. And it makes it feel Halloween more of a Halloween night. Like it's all the same town, same night. Yep. Everything matters. So and Sam's yeah. get filling out his Halloween punishments if you're not treating the holiday right. Yeah, <laughs> they leaned heavy on the folklore and it was great because how they they uh presented it. Um, a certain parts throughout the movie and they began it with all the the comic book art and like the covers and the transitions yeah like these are like stories that you would find in a halloween uh horror comic book that you'd like pick up with like a like a seasonal comic book or something these are the type, types of things that would be in one and it was just the perfect theme for it yeah i agree i, I agree completely with that completely with that yeah, I mean, everything, it had kind of everything in there. I mean, it definitely had some scary elements to it. It had some comedy elements to it. Uh, the characters were great in this. 
I mean, I, I don't think there was any characters in this movie that I didn't like. I no. did like I did like how they made Brian Cox almost kind of look like John Carpenter in this, which I think was great. Yeah, there's so many Stephen King and John Carpenter like shoutouts in this movie. Yeah, like from like I know the one I think her name's Rhonda the one witch girl like her house looks like the Carrie house and yeah you got the dude looking like John Carver oh, there's there's a couple other things oh Lori yep. is the one girl's name and it was cool man I thought that was a you can see he was a fan of John Carpenter and I guess Stephen King too definitely and I like Mr. um the I guess that's the first story Mr. Wilkins or yeah Mr. Wilkins, when he, <laughs> you don't realize he's going to kill the fat kid. You think he's just giving him a lecture. Yep. Well, the, the first was the couple that came home from the party. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then the dude fell asleep watching the porno. <laughs> just love, she's like, no, I got to clean up all this shit. And he just pouts like a little freaking kid. And she's like, all right, go put the tape on. <laughs> so good. It, and then you got the kid smashing the pumpkins, and man, ah, man, I would, I would slap the fuck out of that kid. Right. <laughs> Get out of here with that. That was shit. a practice I never fully understood. No, well, no, no it's, it's just the shit, being a fucking dick, man. Yeah. That and snatch and grab on the candy from kids. I was like, that's the most fucked up shit. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I think probably my favorite thing in this movie was that werewolf transformation. They did such a good job with that in the. I yeah, man. For CG, it looks so good. Mm-hmm. It was very very well done. Uh, I I really thought that was done well. I mean, yeah, it definitely had some CG, but it also had some of the practical elements, like pulling the skin off, which was great. Because I mean, you could totally tell it's fake skin, but it just works so well with it. It it, it looks so good. That was aggressive, too. I like that better. Yeah. Yeah. Long draw on that one. I mean, I like that, too. Don't get me wrong, but I thought that was cool. I like how you kind of set up to believe these are girls that are going to be killed. Yep. And then they end up being the savage bitches. (laughs) Yeah. And then (laughs) when it when it happens, you immediately pick up on all the subtle hints that happened before Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Because she's in the in the changing room and they're saying, well, huff and puff and. Mm. And then uh, they called her the run of the litter, and yeah, she's dressed as riddle, little red riding. Hood. Yeah, all <laughs> kinds of little little hints throughout it. I think they got to meet at the sheep's meadow. Yep. <laughs> so and I like how they end up getting the guy who you find out is a well, when he kills the fat kid, but <laughs> you realize Wilkins. he's the mis- yeah, you realize he's the um fake vampire. And he was like he was like a teacher or a principal or something of the local school. Yeah, the principal. Yep. <laughs> and, and he killed the kid, and he was down in the hole in his backyard. <laughs> the freaking kid in the clown costume kept waking up, and he's kicking him. <laughs> that was so good. I'm like, damn, that dude's just savage. Yeah, dad. Yeah. I thought for sure he was going to kill that little dude because he was like, man, this little fucker is ruining my whole night. (laughs) But he was just teaching him the trade. Don't forget to help me with the eyes. (laughs) So good. Charlie Brown's an asshole. (laughs) My favorite story is the kids that are killed on the bus. Yeah. That's my favorite of all of them. Okay. I just like, I don't know, it's kind of dark because the parents pay the bus driver to just murder all these children because there's, I, I assume they were special kids. That's the way it was passed off. And mm-hmm. I, I just like how Rhonda is actually, you know, of course they're going to pick on her and scar her for life. But instead, she lets the um, zombie kids take care of them. Yep. I just, I, that had the darkest feel to me of all of them. They were all great stories through and through the whole movie, just as a great, but that just, I thought it had a dark aspect. I like too how it ties in at the end. Yeah. With the old man, too. So. Yep. Everybody who's an asshole kind of gets what they're supposed to get in this movie, which is a good thing. So. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, it's because Mr. Uh, well, Mr. Wilkins, I thought deserved it. Well, out of other than the bus driver, because that was all backstory. But on the movie, from everything you saw, like he's killing these kids and burying them, and then when he's done, he teaches his son how to mutilate a corpse. And then when he's done with that, he goes out into the town square where everybody's having a party and preys on people in public. Yeah, so like this dude was on a rampage that <laughs> night. Yep. <laughs> Ed Gein looked like a Girl Scout trooper. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's one aspect of this movie that I don't like. I it, like you were saying earlier. It's like the perfect Halloween movie. Honestly, it's, it's yeah, man. It, it, if you obviously, if you want to watch like a movie on Halloween, people are gonna like watch Halloween with Michael Myers, and and it's understandable. It, it deserves that mantle. But man, if you really want to feel the season, but you don't want to give up on the actual horror aspect and go into like a family friendly vibe. This movie's perfect. Mm-hmm. It has such a great fall feel too. Yeah. Yeah. that's. I like sure. when um he has the little fight with the old man. The <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> yeah. The glass in the hands. And <laughs> I love the scene where the, where, where Sam's on the ceiling and you could just tell it was a, is a grown ass man in a costume <laughs> is way bigger than Sam up on that ceiling. <laughs> and like even the scene when uh, Wilkins uh, was looking over at, and I don't remember the old man's name, but he was like banging on the window asking for help. And then off <laughs> through the window, he got tackled. That creature that tackled him was bigger than he was. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he gets for being an old ass on no one. Bother yeah. listening to his cross, bro. Nope. Yeah. Fuck that. I did man. like his trick with the dog, though, man. To um, yeah, steal candy. Yes. <laughs> it's not nice to steal candy from kids, but that shit was kind of funny with the dog. <laughs> <laughs> that would that would have scared me, honestly. <laughs> like, what the fuck is coming out this house? <laughs> I like how they made him learn his lesson and repent for the way he was treating the kids mm-hmm. and made them start giving away. It's like, all right, now that you know that you were fucking up, we got to, we got to deal with this other thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're like, okay, well he's going to live now. Cause he's giving out candy. Yeah. <laughs> Cause Sam goes to stab him and it hits the chocolate bar instead of hitting him. And then Sam's like, all right, I got my chocolate. Now I'm going to peace out. <laughs> and then he starts saying out candy and all the the kids from the bus show up they're all like ghouls or zombies or whatever okay. and i love that transition i mean i would like to see it in practical but the 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 panel the comic book panels of the kids tearing up this old man was just so yeah, good yep definitely that was awesome he got his just desserts <laughs> I couldn't have drove a bunch of kids. I don't care how much money they offered me. <laughs> I couldn't have did it, man. I couldn't have no. Done. I couldn't do it either. I wouldn't be able to. <laughs> I couldn't drive a bunch of old ladies off the damn cliff. I let alone kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm just a nice guy, I guess. <laughs> That's right, Sean. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, other than that, I, I I fucking love this movie. It's it's right up there. And honestly, with most Halloween themed movies, usually I like them the most. And that's just because of the season. I obviously I love the fucking Halloween season. I always have. It's been my favorite time of the year ever since I was a little kid. So anything Halloween related, usually I'll like, with the exception of like WNUF, the Halloween special, because that that shit sucks. But, I mean, for the most part, <laughs> 98% of Halloween movies I fucking love. So, uh, yeah, this one's definitely, if I were to rate this one, this is definitely going to be a 5 out of 5 for me. Oh, yeah. It's 5 out of 5 all day. Yeah, man. Um, outside of Night of the Demons, and, which is my favorite Halloween movie, outside of the Halloween franchise, and probably Midnight Hour, this is number 2, maybe 3, and sometimes number 1. 5 mm-hmm. out of 5 for sure, man. Great Halloween movie. Great feel. Everybody should watch it. Shame on you if you don't. <laughs> right. 
You don't know what you're missing. Seriously, though, check this yeah. fucking movie out if you haven't seen it because it's definitely well worth it. But uh, we would also love to know what you guys think. As always, you can reach out to us through our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, all at CLS Podcast. Uh, we definitely appreciate you guys checking out this week's episode. Uh, is there any final words of wisdom you guys have as we leave tonight? Never trust a hottie trying to find a first time on Halloween night. Honestly, you probably <laughs> should follow advice every night. Though. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we already said it in the Halloween thing. We give out fucking candy, man. It's Halloween. Yeah. Especially this year. I mean, kids put need out to... A, put a, if you can't afford, man, crazy decorations, man, a pumpkin is like $10. We used to pop popcorn for them and bag it up, man. Yeah. That's, that was real cheap. I mean, the, the, the art of trick-or-treating is dying quick, man. Yeah. We, we, we got to do this. There's an extra hour this Halloween night on yeah. for a reason, man. The ghouls are going to get you. Yeah, it's going to be a blue moon this year. Yep. Daylight savings time. I mean, it's on a Saturday. It's the perfect night for fucking Halloween this year. And honestly, the kids definitely need it, especially with all the shit going on right now. So, yeah, they yep. need something, man, for God's sake. Need something to look forward to. So, get on that shit. Get that candy. Pass out the candy or leave a bowl out with the candy if you don't feel like being in contact with the kids. Seriously, just do something. Let these kids have Halloween, goddammit. Yeah. But. Other than that, other than that, we do appreciate you guys again, as always. We love you guys. You guys have a good week, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us today for the CLS Podcast. Check us out at www.clspodcast.com or join in the conversation on social media with the hashtag CLS Podcast. Until next time, stay safe, campers. Campers.